G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Ashley Saunders, the National Director for Family Voice Australia, back with us. Hello, Ashley. Welcome back to 2020. Good. Thanks, Neil. It's great to be with you again. Ashley, let's talk cricket because this is still the biggest story. And, you know, if you're watching any of the news on TV or listening to the radio this morning, uh, former cricket captain Steve Smith, he's been jeered, called cheat amid chaotic scenes at Johannesburg Airport where he's been sent home. It really is the biggest story and it has some of the deepest messages. It does indeed. And, uh, yeah, he could be asking himself, "How did all this happen? How did how did I go within a couple of weeks from being the hero to the villain?" And um, and I guess it really has a lot to do with culture because, um, as I think he's coming out, um, the, the the decision to overstep the mark of the laws of the game was a very small step to make from all of the other little steps that had been made about increasing aggression and increasing aggression and, and, and getting an edge, um, when, when that culture changes so, so, so far, to, to overstep the mark um, seems like a little step until you're caught. And, and, uh, and so it raises the question, I think, first of all, about what, um, how does culture develop? And uh, culture, in a sense, is only um, built on agreed norms. And so... Uh, as the values change, so does culture change. And it can change for good and it can change for ill. And uh, I found it interesting that Jim Maxwell, the respected cricket commentator, made the comment that even a couple of tests ago, he wrote a letter to Cricket Australia saying something's happening with the culture of this team and, uh, and, and something desperately needs to be done. Can, can, I, can I perhaps change the, the, the topic slightly, sure, Neil, to say... Sure. You know, what does this say about um, Aussie culture, but even to apply it, in a sense, to politics? Because what we see about the cricket team is that they exist in a bit of a bubble, that, that they, they are the same, basically the same group of people who spend day and night with each other, and, uh, and it's a very closeted environment. And, and you, you and many listeners have heard people talk about the Canberra bubble uh, comprising the politicians and the media and uh, how they can seem to be out of touch with the rest of us. And, uh, and so uh, there can be the wider culture, but there can also be um, you know, many cultures in a team or in Canberra or uh, in a church. And, uh, and we need to recognise that we've got to keep on coming back to the values. Could I even ask this um, inflammatory potentially question, and that is, uh, uh, apart from having absolute morality um, in, in, in God, apart from absolute morality, who's to say that what Stephen Smith and the others did was wrong? And, and that is that Australia as a nation seems to think that we can depart from the idea of uh, absolute truth and absolute morality, but somehow or other uh, keep hold of something. It's, it's like trying to um, cut off the roots of a plant, but still expecting the plant to bear fruit. 
Ashley, when we talk culture and the way things develop, and uh, given we're talking cricket, we're talking politics, uh, some people might argue about how you actually describe culture. I like the idea of a definition that says that culture is a snapshot of who we are right now. So right now our culture is that Australia's cricketers, and therefore uh, the image of all Australians, is that we are cheaters. Uh, that we are, uh, that our uh, our integrity is is at risk because this is the image that the world has of us because of our cricket team. The way you change the culture to get back to uh, the idea of a trusted uh, a, a team of integrity is that you've got to work on those things that happen behind the scenes. This is an interesting thing too because we can look at all sorts of different aspects of our society, and we can see the the cultural snapshot. But what we've really got to say is how do we change that culture? And as Christian believers, we're probably a little bit ahead of the game because we're interested in how our community looks. And this is something we have to work on, this whole thing behind the scenes, what happens in the heart that actually eventually bubbles to the surface and what people see has to be a reflective of what happens in all of that behind-the-scenes activity. Uh, yes, and let's, um, uh, let, let's talk again, I guess, about the importance that a faith should be personal but not private. Uh, if we go back a couple of hundred years into Britain, you know, Australians know that Wilberforce was at the forefront of abol- uh, abolishing the slave trade and all those kinds of things. What many Australians don't know is that when he started that campaign, um, popular opinion was against him. Uh, even the Prime Minister of the day basically said to him, how dare you bring private religion into this parliament? Um, and um, and so there was a view at the turn of the uh, the beginning of the the 19th century um, that um, uh, th- that religion was private, but through perseverance and through taking a personal faith and refusing to privatise it, but by in, indeed doing what 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 we in Family Voice call the cultural mandate, that there is an evangelical or an evangelistic mandate. There's also a cultural mandate that that God wants us to be salt and light, to add flavour and to add goodness to society. And so if we look at um, um, all the things that Wilberforce and his people had to persevere, um, that that in many ways was the, the seeds of the Victorian era. And, uh, and they, over a period of 30 or 40 years, they changed the culture of England for good. And, and we in Australia can be encouraged that if we persevere, uh, if we pray, uh, our Father in heaven, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven, and if we live as salt and light, we too can be a positive influence to change Australian culture for good. It's a good discussion to have, Ashley Saunders. Let's tackle another issue or two, though, before I have to let you go. Australia's expulsion of uh, of Russian spies. Uh, We've expelled two diplomats, believed to be, and if you can see the quotation marks, undisclosed intelligence operatives. Uh, Another word that uh, others have described as spying. Uh, What are your thoughts on uh, on the latest developments uh, so far as Russians in Australia and related to Russians in the UK? And I guess it goes beyond that. And uh, earlier this week, um, Julie Bishop, the foreign minister here in Australia, uh, gave an address that went through uh, an increasing list of ways in which um, uh, Russia has not cooperated with with prevailing norms, where Russia is either accused of being in breach uh, or has has admitted being in breach. Things like um, 
going, going into Crimea, lying about um, the fact that we're not going into Crimea, then annexing Crimea and admitting, after all, that, yes, we were in there from the beginning. Uh, the, 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 the way in which Russia has stood in the way um, of the uh, downing of the Malaysian airline over the Ukraine, and on it goes. And, uh, and she went read through a, a list of growing concerns, and there comes a point where you've got to ask yourself, uh, how much do we simply say, you can get away with this, you can get away with this, and when do you actually start saying, well, you're, you're creating an issue? And so again, in terms of culture, what does it say about the culture of international law if, uh, in the interests of preserving peace, we let countries get away with a whole lot of things? Um, and so there is a sense in which this is um, many countries in the world now saying we have some serious concerns and we've got to put a stop to this. Now, uh, commentary also indicates that these things tend to escalate. Uh, Russia will no doubt um, expel diplomats from every country that has expelled some of theirs uh, in a tit-for-tat sort of thing, which is pretty usual. The question is, does it stop there or, or is it one-upmanship? Up uh, does this escalate and does the world become a more dangerous place? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, that's right, and the risk, of course, uh, the escalation to another Cold War. There's another significant issue, and uh, one that does really require some caution in discussing, and that is, of course, Cardinal George Pell, because there have been hearings that are going on. They're expected to conclude today. And uh, one of the headlines that I picked up or one of the discussions uh, in a journalistic piece, the idea that detectives have been accused of single-mindedly pursuing charges against Cardinal George Pell as the Melbourne court heard uh, Victorian police set up a task force to investigate Australia's most senior Catholic cleric before receiving a complaint against him. Now, you and I will both agree, uh, Ashley Saunders, that uh, where there are uh, uh, issues of uh, sex crimes of the past, they need to be aired and they need to be dealt with. But this idea of having a task force set up even a year in advance uh, without any complaint, uh, what does that say about uh, some of the issues that might be going on behind the scenes with Cardinal Pell? Uh, I think it would give cause for many Australians to be concerned um, if, if that sort of thing is going on. Um, the, the idea that we believe that someone against whom no complaint has been made must be guilty of something because that's our impression or that's our belief... And so we're going to set about to try and find the complainants who can make the complaints that confound um, court charges. Now, I think many Australians would be highly concerned about that at the same time as um, agreeing with your introductory statement that, uh, that where there has been a crime, it needs to be pursued. The question is, what is the role of the investigator? Is the role of the investigator to respond to complaints and to investigate properly those complaints, or is it the role of the investigator to say, we believe that that person must be guilty of something, and so we're going to dig around until we can find someone who will say that, that, that he or she is guilty of something. That's, that's a departure from what 
uh, many Australians would accept as the norm of criminal investigation. We'll certainly be looking at those developments as they happen later on today and uh, if any charges are laid against uh, Cardinal Pell. Look, it's uh, it's Thursday. Tomorrow is Good Friday. And on the Christian calendar, this is the most significant day. Uh, have you got any special plans of your own, Ashley Saunders? Anything special planned for the Easter weekend? Well, one of the things that we normally do as a family is to uh, celebrate Passover uh, on uh, the Thursday before Good Friday. So that would normally be tonight. Um, But we're in a bit of a quandary personally because uh, we live in Ipswich and the the Queen's baton relay is coming through Ipswich this afternoon and uh, the the, the kids are pretty keen to be involved in that. It's also my wife's and my wedding anniversary. So so whether we um, do something as a couple, whether we do something as a family, whether we have Passover, but but that's something that we normally do on on the the Thursday before Good Friday. Um, I think it is worth, I guess, going beyond how individual families celebrate to just uh, pass on a word of hope and encouragement to Christians around Australia who, uh, as I've gone around in the last several months, are still feeling somewhat discouraged, are still coming to terms with the reality of the change in the marriage law. And uh, it's worth reflecting on the fact that um, Jesus, from the beginning of his ministry, set his heart on doing what the Father wanted him to do. And uh, halfway through Mark's Gospel, there's a there's a... A sentence that says something like this, that Jesus turned resolutely towards Jerusalem. He knew that that's where he was needing to be. Uh, And he knew that there was going to be pain and he knew that there was going to be anguish and he knew that there was going to be death. And when you look at the transformation that uh, between Good Friday and Easter Sunday, uh, how that disciples who were downcast and forlorn and scared for their lives were transformed into um, a a bunch of people who became apostles sent out in order to spread the good news of Jesus because Jesus is alive. He has conquered death. And so Easter is a message of hope and encouragement. And so I, I would pass that on to your listeners around Australia that we can be encouraged. Yes, we need to persevere. Yes, we need to recognize that times are changing. Yes, we need to pray and live as salt and light. And we should do so with the encouragement, knowing that God is still on the throne, that Christ will have his way. And in the meantime, he's got us here to do his purposes. Ashley, there is a developing headline, uh, which is likely to be, uh, I hope, a global headline uh, with something special that's happening this weekend. Of course, as you know, the Commonwealth Games starts next week on the Gold Coast in Queensland, and uh, the world's eyes are going to be on the Gold Coast. And uh, people have significant prominence uh, when they are, in fact, uh, leaders of the city uh, where significant games events like this are being staged. And the Gold Coast Mayor, Tom Tate, uh, who made a decision to follow Christ, in my understanding, just last year after a miraculous uh, event with uh, he and his wife and uh, a a health issue that his wife had, uh, that uh, he's made this decision to follow Christ. Now, he is going to have a place of prominence because the Commonwealth Games are going to be staged in his city and he is the mayor. Uh, As I understand it, this weekend on the Gold Coast, 
the mayor of the Gold Coast is going to be baptised and has invited the media, and I assume that means the Commonwealth's media, uh, to see him being baptised in the surf on the beach uh, on the Gold Coast. So if you can imagine for listeners all around Australia, the beauty of surface paradise beaches and waves rolling in and the mayor of the Gold Coast being baptised. I think that's very significant, uh, Ashley Saunders. What are your thoughts? Uh, yes, it is significant. Uh, I think every baptism is significant. There's something really deeply spiritual about someone who, upon profession of faith, says, I will undertake, um, I will follow Jesus in, in doing I guess the sign that marks me as a follower of Jesus. And, um, and so, yes, it's encouraging. Yes, it's a great sign. Um, as a word of caution, just like the Christians in the days of old, there's a sense in which when you become a Christian in public life, when you uh, uh, very publicly declare your faith, there's also a sense in which there's a target on your back. And, uh, and, and so I would encourage uh, all of your listeners not only to to, uh, to hear what you've said with a, a, a sense of encouragement, but also to commit him and other Christians in public life uh, to the Lord in prayer. It is not easy to be a public Christian uh, in public life. Is there a place for Christians in public life? Without a doubt there is, and uh, I would encourage uh, any Christian who's listening to this broadcast who uh, is asking themselves whether the Lord might have them involved in public life, by all means, uh, follow the Lord in that way. Uh, but we also need to uphold them in prayer because there's a sense in which they do have that target on their back. Well, Ashley Saunders, uh, invaluable insights as always. Uh, National Director, Family Voice Australia. Let me give you the website, fava.org.au, fava.org.au. Ashley Saunders, uh, have a wonderful time this Easter long weekend. Good Friday tomorrow, Resurrection Day on Sunday. Uh, have a fabulous time with your family and look forward to catching up next week. Uh, thank you, Neil, and uh, again, my best wishes to all your listeners for a happy Easter. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.